Hello, I'm Glenn Kyo, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. It's time to do it again. It's time for another episode of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is episode 388 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, we have a great guest coming your way. Glenn Keough is coming our way, and he is going to be on Once Upon a Time Sunday night. This Sunday night, that's right, as King Fergus. Okay, so be sure to watch him on that. On November 23rd, he's going to be once again on Scorpion on CBS. And he's also been on the Sons of Anarchy and all sorts of other things. We're going to talk about all those things and a whole lot more. It's coming up in just a few minutes. Glenn Keough right here on On Screen and Beyond. And going to be a good show here tonight. And uh, we've got uh, all kinds of things to tell you about. And uh, let's see, we got a Paul Rudd project that's coming your way and another Kristen Stewart project coming your way we're gonna let you in on all those and it's coming up in a few minutes right here on on screen and beyond but right now what do you say let's get into finding out what's coming your way as far as remake madness remake madness we've got a couple interesting ones here call of duty will be remade from a video game to a big screen movie as activision sets out to form its own studio to make its games into movies and tv shows by themselves. And 1987's Hellraiser is getting the remake treatment. There's no release date on that yet. And a remake of Slapshot. Now, if you remember that one, that's the raunchy hockey movie which starred Paul Newman. And uh, that's in the pipeline right now. So we'll find out what happens with that one. And that's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen or Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, Ant-Man is not the only project Paul Rudd is working on. He and Selena Gomez will star in the revised fundamentals of caregiving as a man's life is changed after incredible losses leads him to enroll in a class about caregiving. Blake Lively, Jesse Eisenberg, and Steve Carell will star in a new comedy from Woody Allen in 2016. Kristen Stewart will also be in that cast. And 2016 will also bring us Zeroville. Now, this is a comedy drama about a young actor in Hollywood in 1969. And the cast, get this, includes Megan Fox, James Franco, Seth Rogen, Will Ferrell, and a past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, Thomas Ian Nicholas. That's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, taking you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming our way as far as sequels. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sequel City Hitman 2 continues the story of Agent 47 as he tries to climb back to the top of the assassins list. And Sicaro will be getting a sequel as Lionsgate moves ahead with a project that will this time center on Benicio Del Toro's Mysterious Hitman. Anne and Riz Ahmed from Star Wars Rogue One will be joining the cast of the next Bourne film with Matt Damon and Tommy Lee Jones. And that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD. TV on DVD, December 8th, Under the Dome Season 3 on Blu-ray and DVD. On December 15th, CSI, Crime Scene Investigation, the finale, makes its way to Blu-ray and DVD. And also on December 15th, Extents, the second season, is coming to Blu-ray and DVD with Halle Berry and Jeffrey Dean Morgan. That's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, let's take a peek at what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD. <laughs> Movies on DVD, it looks like on December 15th, Maze Runner, The Scorch Trials will run into stores on Blu-ray and DVD. And the surprise hit War Room will arrive on December 22nd. And Sinister 2 arrives in stores on January 12th. That's it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time, Chicago Fire and Chicago PD have both been renewed by NBC for another season. And Blind Spot has also been renewed by NBC. And over at CBS, The Big Bang Theory has been renewed for season 10. And The American Idol has one season left coming this spring. And then they've axed it. That'll be it for American Idol. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time here at On Screen and Beyond. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's Celebrity Birthdays. We baked you a birthday cake if you get a tummy ache. And you moan and groan and woe. Don't forget we told you so. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthdays. Well, on November 15th, Ed Asner, past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, turns 86. And Beverly D'Angelo turns 64. November 16th, it looks like Maggie Gyllenhaal turns 38. On November 17th, it looks like Danny DeVito turns 71. November 18th, Owen Wilson turns 47. And Linda Evans turns 73. November 19th, Meg Ryan turns 54. And Larry King turns 82. On November 20th, Joel McHale turns 44. And Bo Derek turns 59. On November 21st, Goldie Hawn turns 70, and Marlo Thomas turns 78. And that's it for celebrity birthdays. As far as listener birthdays, well, we have one coming your way. It's Ellen M. She's turning 23, and she's from Louisville, Indiana. And that's on November 18th. So happy birthday to you. And if you, a friend or a relative, are having a birthday, be sure to send it to me here at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and we will get you on the show as far as your birthday or your friends or your relatives, whatever, and everybody who listens all around the world 
to On Screen and Beyond. We'll be wishing you a very happy birthday also. And that's it. That is it as far as celebrity and listener birthdays. Next on On Screen and Beyond, Glenn Keough is going to be joining us. Now, Glenn has had uh, quite a career here. He's been on a lot of great shows like Sons of Anarchy. And on this Sunday night, Once Upon a Time, he's going to be playing King Fergus. And then on November 23rd, he's back on Scorpion. He's been on there a couple of times. He's going to be on again. He plays Walter's father. So we're going to find out what happens there. I'm sure there's some stories behind that. Uh, and we'll see it right here. So, Glenn Keo's coming up next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining us today on On Screen and Beyond is an actor who will be seen on ABC's popular Once Upon a Time on Sunday night as King Fergus in a two-hour event. And he has been on Scorpion, Sons of Anarchy, and so many other shows. It's Glenn Keough. Glenn, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you, Brian. Absolute pr pleasure to be here. Now, Glenn, let's start off with Once Upon a Time. That's coming up this weekend, so... Uh, Sure. Tell us about that, uh, or, or what can you tell us? <laughs> I know sometimes well, I, it's... I, I, I can tell you as much as being printed in the press, Brian, so, uh, you know, I won't get in any trouble. Um, it's a two-hour special on Sunday. Um, the second hour is when my character comes in, um, King Fergus, King of Scotland. Uh, they are recreating a, a an episode based on the animated movie Brave. Mm -hmm. So I play the father of Merida, they being uh, the lead character in Brave. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a one-off special. It kind of ties in with the current season. Uh, Merida has been recurring. I think she's done six or seven episodes now. And then this kind of takes off in a, based on a, on a, on a, a full-based storyline around their relationship and, and uh, her hometown um, and back in Scotland around that period. And I guess your viewers will just have to, uh, to watch to... Uh, to, to, to get any more information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that. Well, that's I usually that's what I get for an answer because every nobody can give away anything, and we don't want you to give sure. anything away. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Well, look, let me say it's it's it was an epic episode in that it was a very large undertaking for the cast and crew. Um, you know, from what I understand, probably the largest undertaking as far as resources and and people. Um, so, you know, without saying too much, it's a, it's pretty epic. It's got everything, you know, a lot of action in there, a lovely storyline as well. And um, it'll be something that the, the, the Wunces, as they call them, the Once Upon a Time fans will really enjoy. And anyone that's a fan of uh, the animated movie Brave will really enjoy it also, you know. So it's ideal for all ages. Yeah. Now, when since it is a, a popular movie that you, that it's coming from, uh, the animated yeah. movie Brave, did did you have to to watch it to get inspiration, or do they bring you in a totally different direction, or how does that work? Um, you know, I I, I did watch it, um, um, just to kind of get a just to understand and to respect the storyline. I guess uh, you know, I I am a a fan of Once Upon a Time myself and had watched a few episodes this year 
kind of get up to speed in relation to Merida's um, background and and how she played out on Once Upon a Time. So I did watch and it gave me some ideas, you know, as far as which direction we took that character. Again, I can't really say, but mm-hmm. obviously with it being based in reality, you know, okay, it is a fairy tale world, but, you know, based on real characters, it's not as animated and as crazy. And as you would know, right. you know, Billy Connolly was the voice of King Fergus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and uh, was very animated and, and did a terrific job uh, bringing that to life uh, in the animated world. So, you know, I can't say that I'm not as animated because you know that wouldn't that wouldn't transfer across in any sense of reality at all. So, uh, yeah, it was it, it certainly did help, and it, and it it gave me great respect for the character and particularly for Merida. Uh, in relation to what kind of character she was, so uh, yeah, it did it, it helps, and uh, there's, there's similar, lots of similarities there. But uh, you know, it's more real and more grounded mm-hmm. uh, in the approach that we took, but no less fun, I might add. Yeah, no less fun. Being on the show, were you? Uh, did they look out for you and come find you, or did you go to an audition, or how did it yeah, come about? I did, I did. I did audition, you know. I auditioned with a, a lot of Scottish actors. <laughs> yep. I'm Irish. You know, I was born <laughs> in, in Dublin in Ireland, but you know, it was quite similar, and we've great, uh, great appreciation, respect for the uh, for the Scottish people. And uh, yeah, the accent was something I worked on and worked on with some Scottish friends to to get it to where it needed to be and a dialect coach. And um, yeah, I, I went in and auditioned and was lucky enough to be uh, to be offered a role. Hmm. Um, and I might add also that the lady who plays my wife on the show, a uh, fine Irish actress called Caroline Moran, um, plays my wife, Eleanor. Um, as I said, she's Irish. Another Irish um, actor uh, nabbed a, a role from uh, from under the noses of the Scottish people that read for that. So I don't know how popular we are in Scotland right now, Brian, but, uh, you know, hopefully the fans will... Uh, would appreciate uh, appreciate how we uh, how we played it and how the actions were. Yeah, well, it, it's funny because this show on screen and beyond actually has a big UK uh, listenership out there. Fantastic! A lot of people Fantastic. from Ireland and everything they 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 listen in. So uh, uh, maybe yeah. there'll be some people who know you. You know. <laughs> yeah, well, I would I would think so. Well, it's, you know, it's a, it's a small country. Everybody knows everybody in Ireland. I can tell you. you know, maybe not. <laughs> Might might not be the case in the UK, but uh, we're all pretty well connected back home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it it it, it sounds. It, I mean, the show is popular, anyways. It's it's a big show. Once yeah. upon a time, and I love the way that they keep bringing in all the different animated movie and and yeah. uh, storybook yeah. characters. Yeah, it's very clever, and it can go in so many different directions as well. You know, I mean, last year they 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 focused, I think, half a season on. Uh, Frozen, which at the time was hugely popular and mm-hmm. is, in fact, um, obviously they've focused a little bit on uh, on uh, Brave this season, you know, with, with Merida coming in, and uh, yeah, they've, 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 they're masters at introducing the different fairy tale characters over time, and you know, I would I would hope that that continues, you know, and 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 I think fans, and that's why it's such a popular show because fans of all ages, you know, you're getting the the millennials coming through right now, the younger people, and right up through to, you know, people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s that can relate to these stories and these characters 
um, from times gone in the past and, and uh, you know, can appreciate them. So it's it's a very clever show, very popular, and I've just been blown away by how, how loyal the, uh, the fans are. You know, I mean, they've got a Twitter following, I think, of 1.2 million wow. active Twitter followers, you know? Jeez. And uh, the Twitter world or Twitterverse, you know, goes off the charts during a, a, a screening of the show what, what it's on now that's when most of the series regulars are tweeting away as I will try to do myself on Sunday besides this show on November 23rd you're going to be back sure. on Scorpion correct? yeah 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 I'm back uh, as a guest star on Scorpion um, where are they and again this is common knowledge out there but you know Walter's I play Walter O'Brien as Carter's uh, father mm-hmm. and I did a couple of episodes last season where there were flashback flashback scenes into Walter's past when he was a 13 year old kid and then a 16 year old kid so they are bringing my Carter back uh, modern day so you know I fly into town with my wife for a particular reason and you know uh the story unfolds as as Scorpion does. It's it's full of action. It's it's packed and uh, full of pace. And um, yeah, we're we're part of a very interesting storyline. And um, without giving too much away, it's uh, it's a lovely episode. You know, it's a lovely episode, and very much enjoyed that. And hopefully, there's more. You know, again, fantastic cast and crew. Very loyal fan bases. Again, it's uh, it's it's only in its second season. It's still going very strong. Uh, and I've no doubt will continue um, for uh, for some time. And a stellar, stellar crew and cast. Yeah, you know, oh yeah. Robert Patrick there, and um, you know, Elias the leads, uh, Catherine McPhee, you know, um, Ari, um, who plays Sylvester, is a fantastic character. Yeah, he was Great a guest guy, on our show. You know. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, last year. Okay, yeah, no, that was a breakout role for Ari, you know. He. Um, a fantastic guy. He, you know, he's, he's very appreciative of, of that role. And from what I understand, it's one of the top-rated characters on the show. You know, very, very popular out there amongst the fan base. So, you know, a, a terrific, terrific actor, uh, young actor. You know, and uh, he uh, he's got a career ahead of him. That boy. You know, as do the rest of the guys. Like it's just it's a great ensemble that works very well, and they were very welcoming. And you know, I felt part of that family while I was in there. And it was action-packed, you know, as, as as every episode is. So, yeah, that that, that airs on um, 23rd, I believe, uh, which is uh, at 9 p.m. Pacific on uh, CBS. So I'm looking forward to that. And yeah. Hopefully many more. Yeah. Now, when you did the pilot, uh, of course, you were on, oh. on that one. Did you have any indica- indication that you were going to be called back on other shows, or was this just all of a sudden... Uh, well, on, on a, it's typical to tell with a pilot because, again, as an actor, you don't know if the pilot's going to air. That's true. Up, you know, but with this one, there was this had generated a fair bit of buzz because CBS kind of, you know, we're, we're, we're putting the time and the resources into this one because, you know, it's a phenomenal story with plenty of potential. Um, to grow over the number of years. And, you know, it's based on the uh, real-life um, stories and, and, and background of, of Walter O'Brien and Irish Carter, whom I've been lucky enough to meet several times since and would consider Walter a friend now. Um, you know, very, very interesting character. So, you know, when, when I saw the cast, 
and then the Justin Lin, who directed a number of the Fast and Furious movies, directed the pilot. So, you know, uh, CBS didn't skimp on it, and and I could see the potential in it. So I got excited, thinking, okay, well, look, my character should be back as the father of the lead character, but you know, as an actor and as any actor will tell you, you know, that's no guarantee, and. You know, I've been on plenty of shows, Brian, where I've been killed, you know, and I'm happy to say that they didn't kill me in episode two. You know, I've done three now and I'm still alive, so long may that continue. Yeah, well, you know, nowadays you can be killed and you can still be coming back. Well, exactly, exactly, yeah, or even as a different character, you know, so, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's always an interesting one, but I, I, I had a good feeling. Scorpion would run for some time, and I believe it will, you know, and, yeah. and, and hopefully there's more. Hopefully there's more for me. Yeah, in fact, uh, uh, the uh, about three years ago, before the show was made, we had Nick Santora on the show, who was oh, okay. who's the creator of the show, of Scorpion. Yeah, 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 very successful. Very yeah. successful guy. Yeah, great guy. Yeah, so again, you know, when you've got people of that caliber, caliber behind it, and if you look at the rest of the producers on that show as well. I mean, they've got a, you know, a stellar line up there and and uh, I think that's why it's been so successful, you know, and it, and it runs, it's a very well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it shoots in Manhattan Beach at the Manhattan Beach Studios down there and it's a very well-run show, you know, and very enjoyable to be part of as well. You know, there's, it's gigs like that and, and on once upon a time where you kind of appreciate you're an actor and all the hard work that I've put in over the years, you know, it comes to kind of fruition mm-hmm. where you can just walk on set as a character and just act, yeah. you know, and, and deliver the lines and be part of this family. And, uh, you know, I'm very appreciative of every gig that I get. But when you, you really get the creme de la creme gigs, it's, you know, there's no greater feeling. Right. And uh, it just kind of drives you on for more, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did you become an actor? What what stirred you on to go in that direction? Well, I've got a very different uh, and interesting background, uh, Brian. I was actually a qualified CPA and accountant um, back in Ireland. Uh, you know, came out of school, was good with figures, didn't know what I really wanted to do. Started to uh, uh, do accounting for six years in college and became qualified. And worked in private practice, then moved out of it to work in a software world, selling financial software and uh, accounting software and so taxation software and so forth and you know did that and then moved to Australia and did the same thing for a few years and then just you know a a, a, a harsh or, or, or bad soccer injury you know kind of got me to reassess okay well I need I need another hobby and I need to follow another passion on top of the corporate world and you know started to act and uh, you know I was trying to do some local theatre down there and I was living in Brisbane Australia at the time and uh, and tried out for the for the college down there, the Actors Workshop, uh, and also spent some time at the Actors Conservatory, uh, predominantly at the Actors Workshop, and uh, you know just fell in love with it straight away, and you know trained did three or four evenings a week, and then at the weekends and got an advanced diploma in TV and film acting, and 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 just continued with it that way, and did some theatre and commercials and skit shows and. You know, where there's a will, there's a way. I needed to get to America. I was lucky enough to win a green card in the lottery to come out here. And uh, came out and kind of threw my hat in the ring to work at it full time. And, you know, I've been lucky enough to work steadily, and particularly in the last couple of years. And, uh, yeah, I've been, you know, coming coming to it late. I'm very appreciative of everything that I, 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 I do. 
you know, and uh, still have some business interest in the technology world. Um, I'm involved with an Irish company called uh, the Lucy Fund, and we invest in startup tech companies out here and in the United States, and that's going very well as well. So, you know, I've, I've, uh, I haven't come from the classical, you know, straight from school into uh, classical uh, theater and school and whatever. I kind of a little bit more uh, worldly and rounded and experienced and beaten up and come to it at the right time. Yeah. You know? huh. Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned Australia. Australia happens to be the second most, uh, our audience comes from there, the second most of all the other countries, too. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Uh, U.S. Fine, is... Fine, fine actors in Australia, I can tell you. Yeah, so and it's... Great, uh... great uh, teaching institutes down there as well. And, uh, yeah, yeah, they've got a great appreciation for the arts and, and uh, for everything that happens in America, obviously, you know, they're very connected and tied to the USA. And, uh, yeah, I, I only, I would love to go back and work in Australia, you know, I've... I do have an agent down there, and um, I am still closely connected to the college that I went to down there, the Actors Workshop, and I, I would love no, nothing more than to go back to Australia and spend some time there working, you know, and unfortunately there's not as much work back down there, obviously, and which is why all the actors want to come here. Right, yeah. You know, and similarly in Ireland and the UK, I'd love to go back and walk back there. I've, you know, I've been in discussions over the last few months with a couple of producers and casting directors back there in relation to some TV and film work um you know which you know hasn't materialized it just hasn't been the right timing for me but would also love back love to work back in ireland you know and in the uk you know uh spend more time with family obviously back there and uh just become part of the the culture back there again in the uh in the performing arts wait you've been on other shows too were all those ones you just auditioned for yeah pretty much i mean it's one or two that you get an offer for you know, if you've worked with a casting director or the director or producers before, but, you know, I'm at the stage where I'm still in there battling way to win these gigs, you know, and uh, very happy to do so. So, you know, as I've built the resume and, and kind of worked my way up to guest stars and top of show guest stars and whatever, it's, it is a, it is an audition process, um, you know, 90% of the time for me. And like I said, happy, happy to do it, you know, do I want to be auditioning, Brian, when I'm in my 60s and 70s? Uh, no, I don't want to. In reality, will I be? Who knows? You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. But, you know, it's, it's interesting as I to an actor on set uh, recently uh, and a real well-established actor who uh, told me that she insists on auditioning for all of her gigs, even if it's an offer. She'll insist on going in and performing the character as she sees the character. And then she feels she's justified in winning that gig. And then also when she turns up on set, she's ready to go. She's not second guessing. Is this how I should play the role? You know, if obviously if the director wants to adjust her, they will. But she, uh, as part of her process, needs to go through that audition process, which I found very interesting. Yeah. I know there's plenty of actors that won't audition, you know? Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Just, you know, they, they feel they've, and maybe they're right, you know, but they, they feel like they've earned the right to, um, to be an offer-only type actor. And, uh, you know, if that's working for them, good luck. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we all have our different approach to it all, and, uh, and I respect all our approaches. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, now you've worked on a couple of uh, soap operas like General Hospital and Days of Our Lives. Yeah. Uh, how, yeah. how was that? Uh, that, that that's going to be tough. I mean, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but really interesting and a fantastic education again. You know, I mean, I think one of my first gigs was on General Hospital. I recorded on that show as three different characters, believe it or not. And, uh, you know, my first one was as a mercenary, and I think I did 15, 16 episodes. And, and uh, you know, it was just an education for me. I mean, the pace that that moves at, these guys are getting through 100, 110 pages of dialogue a day. Mm. You know, that's, that's feature length, you know, in a day. Yeah. And uh, all obviously shot, you know, in a studio and moving from set to set. Um, but, you know, you're, you're knocking out 45, 46 scenes a day and uh, as an actor you've got to be ready you walk on you hit your marks and you, and you perform it you know um, so that was great and particularly when I worked on um, Days of Our Lives last year or the year before I recurred on that show and, and there were particular days where you know we, we we shot a dozen scenes you know a dozen scenes with dialogue so that was an interesting process to get through that because you know as an actor you know you're, you're you're a little bit concerned before you go in to say, well, you know, can I pull this off? Is fatigue going to set in? So much dialogue or, you know, um, how will I perform? And, and it's amazing once, you know, you're, you're presented with a challenge, you get it down and you go in and you do it, you know. And, uh, and luckily for me, it works very well, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy the process. And again, they're a different setup. It's a different type of family. It's a different type of viewership. Very loyal uh, viewers on on the soaps, you know. Oh yeah, and uh, just lovely to be part of, you know. And, and 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 they have a place and they they have a home. And long may that continue. And I'd, I'd be more than happy to go back and work on, you know, the, the two more soaps I haven't worked on yet. And, you know, I'd, I'd I'd be very happy to, or I'd go back in a heartbeat to, to General Hospital or uh, Days of Our Lives. You know? Yeah, yeah. Really enjoyed it. Really yeah. enjoyed it. Now, uh, I got to mention one more show that you worked on because it's sure. such a big show. Was Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a world. I was looking to do five episodes, second season three on that. There was a storyline where uh, Jack's the lead character's uh, kid was kidnapped and then finds its way across the the Atlantic to Ireland, and then my character came in, uh, Michael Casey, um, as part of the you know the underworld or the IRA. Um, group and uh, you know we we kidnap or we take the baby off the the kidnapper and uh, yeah unfortunately you know Mike Carter um, well having strangled somebody in a church with a garage uh, then came to an unfortunate end himself by getting my brains blown out at point blank range you know so that was the end of my run Uh, but it was was a good experience and again a, a show with an incredible following mm-hmm. and fan base, you know, right around the world, in fact. And, you know, that was a cult hit, and that grew and grew and grew. I think it ran for eight eight seasons. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know the, the executive producer uh, of the show, Kurt Sutter, 
um, has a new show now called The Bastard Executioner. Yes. Uh, which was shot out in Wilds, I believe, and that's something I'd love to work on. And again, I'm sure that'll be a huge success. And most of the, you know, cast from Sons have gone on to onto new shows and have done really well, you know. So yeah, that was a that was a world. That was a that was a great show. I would have loved. I was I was a little bit sad when they killed my character off. I didn't know how long it was going to run for, but I, look, I was grateful for the five that I did, and uh, would love to be part of uh, anything Kurt Sutter does again. You know? mm, yeah, yeah, that's the thing with the, the TV shows now, like uh, Sons of Anarchy or, or uh, the The Walking Dead or any of those shows. You, if you get on that show, you never know. You, I mean, you could be gone in one episode, yeah. or you could be gone in a yeah. hundred episodes. You you just don't uh, know. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, and it's yeah, you you know, uh, but a lot of the time, your 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 face is written before you show up. You know, it's, right? Storylines, a storyline. Story you you can't do anything as an actor to change their mind. Right. So, uh, uh, but you look that's that's again, you just take every gig and every job that you get as a, as a blessing and just kind of enjoy it as, as long as it lasts. And you know, it's. Uh, it's it's a very interesting game that we're in, and it's you know it's, it's, we all just want to work, and be right. working all the time, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some great shows out there, and uh, you know, Criminal Minds is another one I did, which was a fantastic experience, and really great people to work with, you know, a very very friendly set, and I did Castle, and that was much the same, mm-hmm. you know, really great characters, the two leads, uh, uh, Stana. Um, and uh, Nathan were, were, you know, sweethearts, both of them were great to work with. And, you know, Ray Donovan I did last year. That's that right. Fantastic. Worked with Eddie, Eddie Marsden on that show. And he was a great guy to work with, you know, an absolute gentleman. Um, so, you know, I've been lucky to work some of the big ones and step into their worlds for a day or a week or whatever. Yep. And uh, it's always, you know, feeds passion and keeps me, keeps me going. And, uh, you know, long may it continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Glenn, I want to finish up with two final questions, taking us sure. away, taking us away from uh, your acting and everything. When you relax, and, and it does not sound like you relax very often, but right. Right. <laughs> but when you do, um, what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past, and what are your favorite movies now and of the past? That's a good question. Um, I very rarely, and uh, people won't be happy to hear me say this, but. I don't get to see a great deal of TV simply because I am on the go all the time. Right, and, you're working, you know, yeah. Preparing or working or auditioning or, or what have you. Um, but, you know, when I do, you know, I'm, I'm a big sports fan and, you know, I watch a lot of a lot of soccer and I've got a team in England called Liverpool that I support passionately, so I watch a lot of soccer when I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, TV-wise, it's, you know, I like comedy, and, and you know, I'm, I'm a fan of the Life of Modern Family, you know, which I just think is, is a genius show and fantastic characters, great writing, and how it's shot. It's just fantastic. So, you know, I watch I watch that, and, 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 you know, old school comedy, old British comedies as well, you know, when I can. I love, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of the blockbuster movies. You know, if I am taking an evening off, I like to go out and watch something, you know, a bit of wham-bam and craziness that takes you out of your world. I enjoy that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and any of the shows that I've been on, I guess, I, you know, I watch and I, I, I take a vested interest in them and you tune back in as often as you can to see if the characters that you're working with are still on the show and, right. you know, what direction have they gone in and so forth. So I watch a bit of that. And then, you know, stuff in the past, oh, taking me back to my childhood, 
Um, you know, what did I watch? I guess I watched everything that everyone else did, whatever was on TV. There wasn't much variety too long ago. Uh, but there's not any particular show that really sticks in mind. Uh, I know as far as heroes and characters go, I was a massive Superman fan as a kid. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, and as far as actors go, any any work that Jack Nicholson does, and the big, you know, Jack Nicholson fan, um, you know, is an absolute master. Uh, love watching watching his works. So I'll try and catch any of his movies that are on as well. And just a, just a variety, you know, just a variety. Um, you know, and I'm also a serial, uh, what is the word, clicker. I'll sit down and, you know, uh, click through the station yep. for hours and hours. <laughs> Till, uh, till something makes me laugh, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, I um, I wish I had time. I, I'm envious of actors and people that can sit down and binge watch. You know, I hear this all the time that people have binge watched the full or, or or multiple seasons of a particular show over a weekend. Right. You know, I just don't seem to have had the time to do that in my life yet. Yeah. Look yeah. forward to the day that I do. I have plenty of catching up to do. You know, mm-hmm. but well, I will someday. Yeah. Well, Glenn, uh, everybody should be watching ABC's Once Upon a Time this weekend, Sunday sure. night, to catch you there. And also yeah. on November 23rd, they can watch you on Scorpion. And I'm sure we're going to be seeing you in a lot of other things in the in the coming years. Please, God, you know, hopefully, hopefully, um, you know, it's... Uh, Let's 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 plan to talk again in, in twelve months' time, Brian, and and, and who knows where it'll all be at, you know. But uh, you know, I'm very happy with 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 the last uh, the last few months and what I've been lucky enough to be involved in, and and long may that continue, you know. And and just hope the fan enjoy enjoy the work that I'm doing and uh, keep supporting the shows, you know, uh, that you're watching because that, that really helps, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, pleasure to meet you and. Uh, I look forward to talking again. What a great guest, Glenn Keough, joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. I want to thank him so much for taking the time to talk to us. We really appreciate it. He's a busy guy running all around. And like you say, Sunday night, catch him on Once Upon a Time, playing King Fergus. And then on November 23rd, he is on Scorpion once again. It's, it's, that's a good show. I really like that nice action and everything on there. He's going to be joining uh, that cast again. He's been on a couple of times, and you want to see him again. And then, of course, we'll see him in a lot of stuff, I'm sure. So I want to thank him. And if you have a suggestion for a guest, email it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. We'll see what we can do about getting that person on. And uh, just love hearing their stories and telling us about how they became actors and actresses and everything else. And it's a lot of fun listening to that and their stories, of course. And if uh, you are on Facebook, be sure to like us. If you are on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. And uh, if you want to just email me to uh, talk to me about something, send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And like I said, if you have a suggestion, we always appreciate that. We can find some people to be here as guests. And uh, that's it. That is a wrap for this week. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.